0: The current podcast is sponsored by Highly Addictive. Highly Addictive is here for your music recording needs. If you need a space to record your vocals or instrumentals, contact Highly Addictive. Don't be shy to record your music. Become inspired by Highly Addictive. Contact them through their site at highlyaddictivellc.com or follow them on Instagram through Highly Addictive I hope you book them. The current podcast is sponsored by New Life Barber Lounge. New Life is not another barbershop. This is a place where you will find great energy and a friend in the New Life crew. This is a place all about the experience. They will take care of you and have you looking spectacular. Don't waste your time at any other place. Go right now and follow them on Instagram at New Life Barbers and get yourself looking spectacular.
1: Welcome to the current podcast. This is another episode of Sports Wave. Thank you for joining us. And it's a special day. As you may know, it's 4th of July. So I hope everybody's been having a, you know, splendid, you know, safe, uh, you know, holiday out there. And um, this is Byron. And we got Mauricio in the building. How you doing, bro? We're
2: doing real good, man. This is a uh, it's a little different right here. Yeah, tell
0: uh, us about
2: it. Freaking uh, a producers podcast only. We just we're we're sticking to this side today because uh, the other side they didn't want to meet us here. Hmm. Nah, you know they're taking the day off. I get that. Um, but yeah, this is gonna be us, man. Uh, here on this Sports Wave Monday that we we be doing week to week, and it's number eighty six, man. It's crazy to think that we're 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 far deep into this. Uh, this much man two years into this podcast and everything and everybody listening and been joining us for this long Thank you very much for being on this uh, journey. Really we appreciate us. that guys. Yep, yep um, But uh, what I want to start off with right now uh, on this sports way real quick is just uh, the dodgers man They've been uh, they've been they're at the top of the division right now. They're number one Still holding it down. They're still holding it down. Yeah, so far, but at the same time uh, they've been dropping games, man, uh, like little games here and there, which, you know, it's going to happen. No team can be perfect. But when, when it comes to, uh, you know, there was a game that recently they got shut out and, you know, things like that, it's, it's a little bit concerning, you could say. Uh, what was that game? Against the Rockies last Monday, uh, they got shut out 4-0. Then the day after, they got they lost 7-4. Okay,
1: so I was just about, I was just about to say that game, man, if I'm not mistaken, Kershaw played... Really? And Yeah, and then, bro, it's hard Not hard, but it, it's, it's, it's rare, better said, to even see Kershaw He let, like, six runs in, a, in three innings, bro So I was like, what? They, they basically ripped on him so early in that game Yeah,
2: and, and I'm, I'm assuming he, this is his first game back from injury, too yeah, and then my dad actually
1: uh, peeped me up yesterday. He told me that um, he was playing yesterday, but he had a no no decision in that game because uh, he was actually winning the game one to zero. But. The freaking Padres, bro, Bro, the, the defending man. They came back.
2: Yeah, so yeah, they, they lost yesterday to the Padres. If I'm not like mistaken, two to one, I think. It I'm was two sure. to four actually. Um, so, yeah. um, and then the day before that, they 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 uh, they beat them. So I mean, but they they lost the
1: series, right? I believe. N-
2: uh, no, they actually won the series because oh, okay. they, they ended up winning. Well, actually, they split the series. Also, oh, was Dod- a four game series. Yeah, the four game series. Dodgers it. won two, and the uh, and the Padres one two. So you know those kinds of things we need. They need to kind of look out for because um, the Padres are only like two and games or half a game behind. Actually, now they're four games behind. My bad. Um, but they were pretty close the last time I checked. But in the last ten games, the Dodgers are six and four. Um, even though they're on a, on a, on the winning side of things, they just feel like there's little things that they gotta they gotta start patching up going into July, going and then after that August, which would be the last. I think that that is the last. Uh, yeah,
1: August and September. I believe September is the last. A little month. bit of
2: September, yeah, right? Yeah. Um. So I, I think September they already go into the postseason if I'm not mistaken. Um. Just kind of review that real quick. Yeah, September. Actually, no, they go all the way into October. Yeah. Yeah, so all the way into October. So we have still we're like probably the midway to the season right now.
1: Not only nonetheless, um, they're about to hit the All Star break too. So yeah. you can't you know
2: get a slump. Yeah, slump. You know, so right now the Dodgers are sitting at forty nine and twenty nine. Uh, that is that right now they're playing right now against the Rockies and the Mets. I actually just I guess they won earlier today because when I checked earlier in the day they were a game behind the Dodgers, but now they're basically a game ahead because they won today. Uh so the Mets are fifty and thirty and let me see if they play today. Yeah, they beat the Cincinnati Reds. So that's what gave them that fiftieth win. And if we go to the AL, um the Yankees are killing it right now with fifty-eight wins and twenty two twenty-two losses. What they do in the last ten games they've been playing just as the same as uh, the Dodgers six and four. Um and the the whack ass Astros are fifty two games uh on the win column and twenty seven that they've lost so far. And they're nine and one. Ooh. And I think recently they played the, the Yankees and they um they shut them out. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. So, I mean, MLB is, is, is kind of getting to that point, but we're in a dry season of sports, ladies and gentlemen. So, we, we baseball is like the most thing that we get like on the daily. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um. But For besides real. that, like just how Byron was talking about, we have um 4th of July today. Yep, correct. correct. And with this 4th of July... We also have the doggy, the hot dog eating contest. It's
1: mm. like
2: an annual thing.
1: I kind of forgot about that, but um, I did see. I, get, I did get reminded. What is what I'm trying to say? When I scrolled through my feed on Instagram today, and I was like, Chestnut man, we Chester man, bro, Chestnut man, bro, uh,
2: 15 years running, bro, 63 hot dogs today.
1: My question is, how the heck do you really train for that, bro? Like, I don't know, damn, bro. 15
2: man. glizzies, bro. That's crazy. And that's, like, I heard, like, 2,000 calories or something. And, like, Fuck. you're, like, supposed to eat 1,000 in a day.
1: And then it, didn't they make a scientific study earlier in the year saying that if you eat a hot dog, you lose, like, you like,
2: like five days or something of your, of your life, life, bro, so just just a 63 in a day, bro. <laughs> he literally just lost, like, a month or two out of his life, bro, like, more than that if I'm thinking about it. Okay. Yeah man That's crazy Congrats to him I guess Yeah Yeah. And in that same competition I saw I saw this uh, other dude That they drank like A gallon of lemonade In like Under Mm. a minute I think I did see that post too Yeah So so it was under a minute You said it was Something like that But yeah, I mean that's that's those are just the crazy things that are going on in sports. Um, something updating with Brittany Grinder. She Mm. sent a um a letter, right? A A a letter letter to Biden directly, Mm. basically to help her get freed from out there. So we'll see what Biden does there. Um, if he actually, I ain't gonna say that, but let's see if he actually pulls through and um,
1: takes um. Yeah, measures into you know this case, hands, you know. Definitely, yeah. I mean, because cr- I remember something. This kind of reminds me a little bit of that, like Trump. Uh, I mean, that uh, Leangelo case where yeah, Trump actually, you know, helped them, helped those, initiatives, yep. And then I believe he stole something, right, in China or something like that, or yeah, in Europe or something, yeah, which is something. It's a big delinqu- delinquency out there, so. You know, hopefully Biden, you know, does something and
2: yeah, it holds it down for her and and hopefully is able to 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 help her out because at this point the fact that she has to be do literally a handwritten letter from from Russia and all this stuff to be delivered to the White House it's like yo like how are you not doing anything how have you not done anything how is it that she has to come to this to this length to ask Joe Biden for help you know what I mean? Come on, wake up, sleepy Joe. Seriously, dog, like. And it's crazy because, like, um, I think there's some approval rings that came out recently that people don't want him to to run again. So, you know, that's just how that's how the cookie crumbles over here. He's about to intersect. Side. I know.
1: I know this is politics. Has has nothing to do with sports, but um, uh, he's about to be in his second term, right? If he gets re-elected. second year, I mean, second year, not second term. He's about to be oh, a second year, I think right? So,
2: crazy. I think it is a second year. Crazy. Yeah, crazy. yeah, yeah. But anywho, yep. Um, so. That's kind of what we got for the most part on under waves. Um, yeah, not, not, not seeing nothing too crazy else out there. But uh, we will go to the UFC that just took place this weekend and in Interf- International Fight Week. And we had uh, Isiah Adesanya headlining the card uh, when he was defending his title versus Jared Cannonier. Um, so we'll start from the prelims on this one, early prelims. And uh, right away, we had a really good uh, submission. Of Jessica Rose Clark, she got caught in an arm bar by Julia Stolarenko, and um bro this as soon as she got that arm bar, bro, she cranked it really bad and she broke Jessica rose clark's arm actually, and she's gonna have to have surgery on her elbow. no way, I mean, I missed that fight, but uh yeah, no way she broke her arm yeah, yeah it was it was very brutal, and um I kind of became it's it's a little ironic, but I became a little bit of a fan of Jessica Rose Clark. Uh, just because uh, she came into, she walked into the arena with um, the Shawn Michaels song, mm. uh, so I was like, "Yo, that's dope!" Like everybody's talking about the Izzy in- entrance, and like as cool as it was, I thought hers was m- way more badass. Just because like it just hits a little more, um, and I'll explain more about that later. But, but she paid homage to him. Huh? Yeah, she paid homage to to, um, to Shawn Michaels, and um, she was she was having a good fight, man. She's more of a striker, and uh, she got caught in. in in the grappling of Julius Stolarenko and, and you know again she broke her arm and uh seeing her her video she posted, you know, where he was she was kinda crying and and she was kinda joking too about how like she can't get out of her sports bra and she's gonna probably have to be in that for the next six weeks. And you know, um I'm just pulling for her for so Jessica Rose Clark, uh praying for you for a speedy recovery. And you'll be you'll get back out there in the Bamway division and cause trouble as as you were before. Um, but we also had Macy Barber fighting Jessica I, and that went to a three round decision uh, in which Jessica I ended up retiring uh, through the gloves in the cage. And um, you know that's that for Jessica I's uh, career. Uh, she got to the top of the of the division, was able to contend for the title, was not able to beat be, um, Valentina Shevchenko, but you know it was a career nonetheless. And um. To to close out the early prelims, we had uh, Uriah Hall going up against a, a grappler in Andre Mooney's, and man, this was this was basically a grappling war. Uh, Uriah Hall fighting for his life the whole time, and he was able to basically uh, go through to go through to the decision, but it went uh, Mooney's way. So we're just seeing all these different contenders at at middleweight that are just gunning for Izzy. And this guy Andre Muniz is is one of them because he's just a, a grappling phenom. I would have to say. Um, but, Are most of these
1: fighters like um, unranked?
2: So, I think these guys might have <laughs> been unranked. I think your IHO might have a number next to him. I have to double check that real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just going on real quick to the to the to next the, fight to the prelim. Yeah, we had Ian Gary, which is the the standout from uh, Ireland, uh, fighting against Gabe Green. And it was a clinic that he put on for three rounds, and uh, Ian Gary got aw- got out of there with the victory. Uh, he's calling to fight in uh, Ireland next, so we'll see what, if the UFC uh, brings a card in Ireland. And they usually they always have a, a big show out there, and it's about time they return to Ireland. So maybe next year that'll that'll, that'll happen. Uh, and then we saw Jim Miller versus Donald Cerrone, the rematch between these two guys. Uh, Donald Cerrone got the first victory, and um, the first time around, and. uh in this fight, um, although it was a welterweight fight, and um, there was nothing you could say at stake for these guys, what was at stake was the most wins in the UFC. Both of them were tied for twenty-three going into this fight, and they um, basically fought into the second round. Donald Cerrone threw this this head kick that got Jim Miller in the in in the in like the neck area, basically. And um, wow. when he threw that kick, Cerrone slipped, fell. And Jim Miller was able to get him in a in a, in a a guillotine real quick And um, put Donald Cerrone out um, They didn't oh, put him out um, no Tapped way. him out Yeah, and then after that, Donald Cerrone um, uh, retired. Had, retired He put his gloves yeah, off took his gloves officially on. retired Officially retired, said he's done He doesn't like doing it anymore And he's going to become a movie star And um, hell That's of a good career for, for Donald him, Cerrone, dude I'm not going to lie, watching that I did get a little emotional Just because it's like I've been seeing Donald Cerrone for the longest And um I just think he's a hell of a fighter. Um I know I know the guys will call him a gatekeeper and this mm-hmm. this and that. And you know, um at a certain point it was true, but I mean just seeing Donald Stoney fight for the longest, um, this guy would have put on some fucking fights that were just amazing. Some some really good performances and there's no there's no there's you can't doubt that when he has twenty three wins in the UFC, which is at the at the moment uh second all time, he has the most finishes in the UFC. Mm. So like you know, Donald Cerrone is in the record books and will be in the Hall of Fame. And thank you, Donald Cerrone, another one that has uh, retired in the last couple of weeks. He joins Jessica I and Yawana and Jacek who have recently retired. And yeah, man, um, happy for Donald Cerrone on that one. Um, but the feature prelim on ABC prelims uh, for the UFC on this card was uh, Brad Riddell fighting fighting Jalen Turner, and uh, it was a pretty quick one in the first round. Basically, Jalen Turner. Was able to get Brad in, in a in a in a choke as well, and you know Brad couldn't could withstand it. And just this is what I heard that Jalen, Jalen Turner was a, is a former 170 welterweight that just dropped down a lightweight, and he's oh, being man. able to show how that weight drop is gonna is gonna be beneficial to him because he's able to just have more power than these guys and and he's bigger than them basically for the most part. Because if I'm not mistaken, I gotta see. Yeah, I mean this guy's 6'3 at, at, at lightweight, bro. He's tall, has a long reach. So I think that, you know, he he has the potential of having um some success. He's and this is his second um victory this year at lightweight. He um knocked someone out, and then last year in September he also knocks he submitted someone else. But before that, he um he had a catch weight fight, which he also won. So I think he's a he's another contender that we're gonna see at the 155 pound division. Um, That's the same division where um uh where um, Charles fights Charles Oliveira yeah. and yep. Dustin Poirier and Yep, yep. All right, cool. So now we're going to the main card um and by the way just so you bring up Dustin Poirier Dustin Poirier got into a little scuffle with Michael Chandler mm-hmm. and um this is after they've been jawing at each other on social media and on interviews. So um I'm not surprised if they get lined up. And I, I don't know. I don't know if it'll be at 155. I could. That, this could be a 170 fight. Um, this is also that Michael Chandler has called out Conor after his last fight, and he said he wanted him at 170. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of things at play here. But I, I do see down the road maybe this later this year. Uh, seeing uh, Michael Chandler versus Dustin Poirier, mm, that'd um, be at some a good point. one, a very good one. Have um, they?
1: I want to say haven't they fought each other? They have not. Um, I'm probably
2: thinking Gaigi, and, Gagey and, and, and Chandler. Chandler. Yeah, and Gagey yeah, has fought. Um, they fought him and but Dustin, I believe, fought him oh, twice yeah. or once. Um, and Dustin won. And and at this point, they're cool because they're sitting next to each other the whole time. I and did whatnot. notice that. So they were they were they're, they're they're able they're you know they're cordial for the most part. And I think it's because at the end of the day, I think Dustin Poirier's eyeing a move up to 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 welterweight. Um, okay, but okay. going back to the main card of UFC 276 on uh, International Fight Week, we had Sean Strickland fighting Alex Pereira. Well, wasn't oh, before that one. Yeah, the O'Malley, that, yeah, the O'Malley that, one. The O'Malley one, my bad. Versus um, the Brazilian one. I was like, there's something um, missing. here." Yeah, so Sean Munoz? O'Malley so opened something? up the card against, yeah, the Brazilian Pedro Munoz. Okay, and this was a very, um, how would I say? I was the, the decision for me was a little surprising, bro. I mean, it was, it was a... Pedro Munoz was fighting very cautious, trying to stay on the outside of Sean O'Malley, mm-hmm. and even then, Sean O'Malley was was, you know, from the distance that he was at, he was still, uh, for the most part, winning that fight in the first round. And then in the second round, you know, there was a part, there was a there was a instance where Sean O'Malley is backing up and has his hand out, and his fingers are pointing up; they're not pointing towards Pedro Munoz; they're pointing up. But since Pedro's coming forward, he gets poked in the eye. Um, and this results in a no contest, um, which, which now, uh, Sean O'Malley has a no contest on his, on his record. Um, and it just, it's, it sucks to see the opening fight of a main card end this way, you know, when it was just in the second round, two minutes into the second round. Um, so at that, that one, I think, I don't know if you run it back. I don't know what you do. Cause you know, Sean O'Malley was looking into, to breaking into the top 10 right now. And if we go and look at actually that um, the top ten of the UFC when it comes to that bantamweight division, um, it's just there's so much going on there. With um, with like the last fight that the last championship fight we had there with um, with his name Sterling and Jan, um, but right now, for example, Munoz was sitting at number nine. Sean O'Malley was at thirteen. I don't think they're they're. Their ranks are going to move at all. They're going to most likely stay there. And Sean O'Malley is going to be looking at the next fight, at, the next significant fight at least at Bantamweight, which is going to be Dominic Cruz versus Cheats Soverell, which me and Manny and I are going to be going to watch in San Diego. Um, depending on who wins on that fight, because it's basically like a month away, I think Sean O'Malley has the opportunity to fight uh, basically one of, one of those guys right there uh, Marlon Vera or, or, Dominic Cruz, um, because I, I just see how he's trying to top, drop uh, um, pop into the top 10 and, you know, he lost to Chito Vera, Dominic Cruz is number eight ranked above Pedro Munoz. So I see that as a great fight for him to fight winner or the loser of that fight, honestly. Um, because those two guys will most likely still be within the top 10. Um, besides that, uh, it, it's crazy. I'm uh, not crazy, but I don't know who else he could fight. Um, there's so many other people we could fight. Frankie Edgar is a former champion. You could fight Ricky Simone, which is uh, another up and com- uh, up and con- up and coming, coming? contender. Mm-hmm. Um, Umar Mamedov, which is uh, Khabib's cousin. He just got he just got a, a rank like his name at 15. So that's a, that's a that's a fight that I for sure think Sean O'Malley wouldn't want. I think he'd want either Frankie Edgar. Or Dominic Cruz or Chito Vera. He also said Rob Font. So any of those guys is someone that he think I think he I think he will fight. I don't think Pedro Munoz will be the fight for him next. I think Pedro will probably fight one of these guys ranked beneath him. Um, but yeah, that's kind of where I see that going. Uh, but again, very unfortunate for that ending. Uh, but after that, we had a pretty good fight, barn burner uh, between Robbie Lawler and Brian Barberetta. Oh, yeah, that was a... um, Robbie Sheesh. Lawler. Robbie Lawler really showed that he still has it at forty years old. Uh, was putting the brakes on Brian Barberina until Brian... And Brian was just throwing punches for the most part, you know, just throwing volume. Yo, man, that guy was... That guy has a chin, too, bro. Yeah, and then Robbie was just throwing power shots at <laughs> Defu's chin like crazy. And, and that second round, he almost had him, but he, yep. but then um, Brian kind of just took a step back. And when he stepped forward, he hit him with a nasty elbow. Um step in elbow basically at Robbie Lawler's he face. He was doing
1: that often, huh? Yeah. yeah and, I was helping him out.
2: And and those elbows is basically what, what Days Robbie Lawler and then eventually got him to, got Barry Barbaran the TKO of Robbie Lawler. Um and if we go back to the rankings, I want to see where this guy Barbaren is at. We're talking about welterweight. Currently sitting unranked. So <laughs> this this kind of fight where he just fought someone that is also unranked but is a former champion. Could get him A a ranking next to his name Seeing how all these guys In From 15 to 12 Have lost And have dropped the ranking It it could It could mean that For um For Brian Barberena. Um But you know Oh man I I think he could fight Anybody there bro Jeff Neal Neil Magny Jing Jalin, Like any of these guys Even Michael Chessy Anybody that's Underneath the top 10 Mm -hmm. of Of the welterweight He could easily fight them next And That'll be their Um That'll be basically there the the next fight I can see for Barbarina. but then we had the much anticipated unranked Alex Pereira fighting the number four ranked Sean Strickland at middleweight. And um the reason that this has so much um hype next to it is cause Sean Strickland before this I think was like on a seven fight win streak and Alex Pereira is the individual who knocked out Izzy in kickboxing. How long ago was that, by the way? Uh it was pre twenty seventeen, pre-twenty eighteen, like around this so before that time, before Izzy came into into the UFC. Okay. Um so he has that on his resume. Uh he's a kickboxing phenom himself. He's six and one right now in, in MMA. And um, he knocked out Sean Strickland. And honestly, I don't know what Sean Strickland was doing. His plan, I'm pretty sure his coaches had a different plan for him as far as um, how to approach the fight. But he was more concerned on, like, basically proving that he could stand up with Alex Pereira. And that happened to be his downfall. And he got knocked out with a hook. And you know And was, uh, now, <laughs> Right in the kisser Yeah and it just Sets it up perfectly For Expedia to be The next contender Um For Israel Lasagna And it's gonna be Very interesting to see When that fight happens And, and just um How Izzy fights Because we'll get to that Right now but That fight was not The most entertaining one mm-hmm. Um But the co event Was pretty entertaining Um But mm-hmm. for Max Holloway Fan that I am It was kind of um It's kind Pointing. of this Not disappointing It was a little sad it was just, it was also realizing that Alex is just better. You know, he has that, he has that, that... Volkanovski, right? Yeah, Alexander, you know, and um, he may not be finishing his opponents, but he's certainly smashing them. He's making, he's changing their faces and doing a lot of things. We can see that in, in this fight against Max Holloway, we give him that nasty gash on his, up on the, right above his eye. Uh, bro, that was deep, Pause. Uh, you know, and... At, besides that, we saw what he did to Brian Ortega. We saw what he did to a Korean zombie. So those type, these type of performances by Alexander, he just showed that he's the dominant pound-for-pound um, pound, um, featherweight at the moment. Uh, that's not to take away that Max wasn't. He was a great champion. That's not to take that Jose Aldo wasn't. He was a great champion. Um, and, you know, obviously we have Connor in there, but we're talking about uh, champions that defended their title. Um, Max Holloway, Alexander Volkanovski, and Jose Aldo are definitely the ones that we'll, we will call as the top featherweights um, when when we when it's all said and done. You know, um, so the next thing for Alexander, he says he wants to go up. Yep. Um, Henry Cejudo went up to him cordially and asked him for, to fight him next. Um, Josh Emmett, who just won and beat Calvin Cater, is also calling for that fight. Um, Yair Rodriguez versus Brian Ortega is scheduled to, to take place later this month. So there's a lot of fights that could happen at featherweight. Um, and as for the lightweight strap, it's currently vacated. Um, Charles has called out um, a, c- a couple of people. He said Connor, he wants Connor, And he also wants to fight um, Islam Makachev, which is Khabib's cousin. Hmm. So he said that he's willing to do that one in Brazil. Uh, so uh, those those fights right there... I think are more prominent at lightweight rather than Alexander going up and becoming a champ champ right now, because there's a currently a vacated title. Um, I would like if, if Alex is going to go up and fight somebody at, have you, at lightweight, I would like to see him fight an actual title holder, not a vacated title. You know, even though Charles won and beat um, uh, Justin Gagey, like I still, I still want to see him fight either Makachev or Connor and, and then and then after that, Alex can get his shot. So I think Alex needs one more fight at featherweight. Either Josh Emmett or I don't think Henry Sahuda deserves it. So Josh Emmett, I would say at this point. Unless Joey you know, Rodriguez does some crazy shit and beats Ortega or Deca does some crazy shit. You know, those I think are the next fight for Volkanovski.
1: Because um, I do remember him saying when he said that he wants to go up, he was like... He wants to he said he wants to be kept busy, bro.
2: Yeah, he wants to be kept busy and that he'll keep both divisions busy. So you know, we'll we'll see. We'll see. And that's 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 given if he even wins at one fifty five. I don't think he beats certain certain people at one fifty five. I don't think he beats Charles. I don't think he beats Justin Gagey. I don't oh. think he beats Dustin Poirier. Um, you know, those type of fighters, I don't think he beats them. I think uh, for example, Dustin's power will knock Alexander and, you know, things like that I think will 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 Prove dividend As far as that Weight class goes But I could be wrong Cause Alexander Volkanovsky Is a former Rugby player That weighed 240 pounds So mm. I could be Fucking greatly mistaken Y'all Like a wise man Was said
1: <laughs>
2: Or like a wise Like a wise podcast Was said Who's to say Who is to say Uh So now Our middleweight Uh Championship fight At UFC 276 Israel Adesanya Versus Jared Cannonier. Uh That fight uh, was hyped up to be something else. Huh. I'm not going to say that it, it was like a totally horrible fight. It was just that Israel I think at some point realized It was like conservative in a sense. Yeah, very conservative. He realized that Jared not only has the power but he's fighting with technique and with adjustments and he took him seriously. So, honestly, as a champion, you, we I I recognize that and I and I see that you got to do the right thing to 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 in a sense retain your strap. Um you're as much as you're doing it to entertain the crowd. You're you're also fighting for your own legacy and all those things. So my determination is that Izzy is the new Floyd Mayweather, Um and he's just fighting in a defensive stat, stat and his defensive way so that he can regain his championship. And I don't knock him for it. You know what I mean? He is fighting fucking killers in there. When it comes to people like Jared Cannonier. He just fought Robert Whittaker okay. last and, and, you know, it was a decision. He he did definitely dismounted him and put it on him but didn't finish him. And then when you're watching the UFC and you watch something like UFC Austin a couple of weeks ago and you just see finish after finish after finish, like, you want to see that, especially from a champion. But at the same time, it's like, you got to take your opponent with, um, take it seriously, you know. And I think that's what he did with Jared Cannonier. Because uh, I even
1: felt like uh, um, that Cannonier was, like, even... Scared of Izzy at a, point, a certain point, at least in mainly in the first like couple rounds because he, yeah. he couldn't really figure him out as well, yeah. at least from what I saw. Mm-hmm. And then, and man, Izzy, dude, with he's just good with that jab, bro.
2: Yeah, his jab was popping really, really hot. And I think that uh, it's, it's, it's just something that I think I was hearing this today. And I think that after that Yon fight, uh-huh. um, the taste of him losing, I don't think he really liked that. You know, and and I think that he's gonna ensure every, as much as he can to not lose. But up against Pereira, it's gonna be an interesting fight because he's lost to him twice. He lost to him the first time by um decision. And the second time, I believe, is when he got knocked out by him in kickboxing. And as much as he wants to say this is MMA and whatnot, like Israel Asanya, I don't see him shooting and taking going for a takedown against Pereira to try to submit him. You know, like he's gonna stand up and do what he does best against Pereira, you know? And I think that Pereira at some point is going to is going to have that confidence and go forward, and when it comes to arasanya, he's willing to t- to go into that dark place mm-hmm. he's, but you have to take him there. he's not going to go on there on his own. If you've seen arasanya's fights, mm-hmm. most of them is him with this fucking mastery of striking and just putting on a clinic and, and not getting touched and all that stuff. but the fight if you go if you go watch his fight against Kevin Gaslam. His fight against Kevin Gaslam, Israel's face got bruised and bloodied because Kevin brought it to him. Kevin went forward,
1: put was his he chin a champ? down. Was
2: he a champ by this time? Um, or not? Yet. I believe at that time he, I want to say he won the interim title. Okay. I want to say that was an interim title fight because it was five rounds
1: and before the first
2: Whitaker fight, right? Before the first Whitaker fight, yeah. So when that takes place, like. He, he, They they brawled in that fight But it was because Whitaker I mean um, Gaslam really went him. forward And, and shown, showed his durability And and you know Just gave it to Israel And at the end of in the, in that 5th round I, I want to say it was in the 5th round That Israel just He was able to TKO him in the 5th round mm. So like seeing Israel go through something like that He's only going to go there If he's taken there And I think that against someone like Pereira I think he'll take him there I, th- I thought Jared would have been able to take him there, but I think also Jared fought with a conservative style, yeah, and you know that paid dividend to to what the way that the 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 file the 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 way that the that the fight went. Like I feel if like you- the nerves kicked in a little. Mm-hmm. And, and I think what it is is that if you choose to fight at Izzy's pace, Izzy's gonna win. Mm-hmm. If you choose to how you say it, like kind of like Mayweather, huh? Yeah, if you choose to fight at that pace that they set. They're gonna coast and they're gonna win, mm. but if you turn it up and you take a risk, you might get hit and whatnot. But if you fucking hit them, bro, like you have a, a chance to making like the, a coin toss, huh? making it a, a, a scrappier fight, you know. And I think that Pereira might want, might try that, but I think it's also gonna be a, a chess match when it comes to those two guys. Mm. Um, but Pereira has like he has he he has his tattoo on his arm where it's like on his on his hand where uh-huh. it's like stone. And it, the whole thing is that he has hands of stone, you know what I mean? That he'll Sick. knock someone out. So, you know, he knocked out Israel exactly. with with, uh, oh. p- with pillow gloves. Um, and now this is four-ounce gloves. So, it's going to be interesting when this gets lined up. And we'll have to see if it happens in Vegas, where it happens. Um, when it happens. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of people will see this Israel card. And it's interesting because he was able to hype up this fight. I wonder how much pay-per-views it sold. But I think the next one's going to sell, sell even more because people know that Israel got knocked out by this guy. And that's going to be in the promo. And that's going to, you know, it's going to be all over the place. So that was US UFC 276 for y'all. Um, coming up next week, we have a UFC fight night in the UFC Apex. Headlined by Rafael Dos Santos versus Rafael Fazee. This is supposed to take place a couple, I think, at a, at a UFC... Um, Pay per view either in March or April. We were watching it at Enzo's shop, and I remember that's when uh, Rafael RDA fought against Renato Moicano and also fucking smashed him up. Um, I don't know if you remember that one, uh, that fight. It was two Brazilians fighting, and then um, this RDA was like fucking the dude up. Look, what, sure. what fight car was it like? Do you remember Let's the main event? Let's look, Let's look it up. Let's look it up. It was UFC 272. That was Covington versus Mazveda. And it was the co event Oh, we
1: were at the shop, yeah, huh? We were at the
2: shop, yeah oh, Interesting, interesting Yeah, so that was I remember we saw that fight That was the same night That Jaden Turner got that, that dub So, yeah, you know Um that's what we're going to have next week. Um, the, and then the rest of the, the month when it comes to the UFC is going to be dope because we have Ortega versus Yair Rodriguez. And that's
1: at the end of the, is that at the end of the uh, month? or is the, that... This is
2: July 16th, so it's like a couple weeks from now. The one at the end of the month is the pay-per-view, right? Yeah, but before we get there, we mm-hmm. also have UFC Fight Night in London again, which Sorry. is we're going to have a he- star-studded uh, card headlined by Curtis Blaze and Tom Aspinall. Uh, co-main event, Jack Hermanson, uh, Darren Till Which there's a little controversy there Because uh, Kamzat Chamav has been training with Jack Hermanson And before that he was with Darren Till So see what happens there And Patty Pimblin is going to be fighting as well uh, Alexander Gust- Gustafson, uh, Molly McCann Some really good fights uh, uh, for that one And then like Byron said, ending the month We'll have Juliana Pena defending her strap Versus Amanda Nunes in the rematch Brian Brandon Moreno fighting for the interim title Versus Kai Carl France. Uh, yeah that, I think I don't know exactly Where this is gonna be at I would have to look this one up um, But UFC 277 Coming up at the end of the year huh. um, But that's what we have for y'all um, We also have US, uh, Free agency That kind of Just hit with the NBA And that one It's getting uh, wild man Yeah So About that the Lakers haven't done shit. They just re signed Damon Jones or signed Damon Jones so a two year contract. They um also got a couple of other players. This guy from the Warriors. Oh, uh, that he's like a
1: half Mexican, right? Yeah.
2: Forgot his name. Mexican. <laughs> yeah. You know? Um
1: so tu, 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 tu sos, tu sonos They also
2: signed they sign. Juan, Toscano, Anderson, they signed Troy Brown Jr. and Damon Jones. So what I would say about this is that the Lakers, at least they have younger pieces on their roster right now. So that's that's a positive, you could say. Um, in addition, we uh, we did talk about Scottie Pippen Jr. and Cole Sw- Switter, Swider. Bro, Cole Swider is a sharpshooter at 6'9", bro. He is yeah. LeBron's height. Shooting, like the other game he played 18 minutes was shooting 71% from the three-point line. The summer league, right? Yep. So, um, I'm excited for that. When I hear someone of that size and, and is able to shoot the ball really good, um, that's that's very exciting for me because it opens up the game, the, the floor for everybody else. So, um, we're, as Laker fans right now, we're waiting to see what Kyrie Irving, where he gets traded as as the result of Kevin Durant requesting a trade. Uh that team in Brooklyn is basically becoming dismantled after Duran did many things like request them to get DeAndre Jordan and pay him a ridiculous contract, um, do all these things, and and then just so at the end he can leave uh, Brooklyn high and dry basically. But if they trade for if they trade him, I mean, let's say they trade him to the Warriors because that's being tossed around. The Warriors have the best package to to offer. They have Jordan Poole, they have um, Wiseman, they have Wiggins, and I'm pretty sure they have future picks Picks. if they want that as well. Um, I know another team that they said that he wants to go to is the Miami Heat Mm -hmm. or the Suns. The Suns, um, they're not going to give up Devin Booker. Uh, Most likely they'll give uh, Aiton though. Aiton, yeah, and and role players that go Uh along with that um when it comes to miami i thought that made the most sense but shout out to cj he said there's something in autobio's contract where he can't get traded yet because they just gave him an extension too too recently so um that's the one thing where i thought miami would be a lot because they can trade away bram at a bio tyler hero and you know a couple other pieces and their core would basically be kyle lowry jimmy butler and KD. <laughs> you know that would be a crazy team so I think that if if he ends up going back to the Warriors, uh, that's some total bullshit. Uh-oh. Um, if he goes to the the, the Suns, um, again, they're not gonna give up those those important pieces like Devin Booker. So what if he goes to the Clippers, bro? <sighs> That'd be some crazy shit. That'd be some crazy wild shit. Um, the also another th- team he can go to is the, the Blazers, bro. Oh yeah, huh? Damian lillard has been hinting stuff like that. Huh? You know, so that's a possibility there. Um so all these things going on there, but I send guys, guess Laker fans were waiting to see what happens with um with Kyrie Irving. You know, what do you think about that though, man?
1: About what Kyrie? The trade?
2: Yeah. <clears throat> I mean personally, guys,
1: um most people might not agree with me, but uh I would I would love to personally give Brody another chance mm. just because he's an LA, you know, native I've been, like, not fully following him, but, like, since ever since I heard him his name coming up and that he was from, you know, UCLA, he was born here. Seeing, you know, the skill that he would he would bring when he was younger, you know, I thought he had potential. I still feel like he can have potential, maybe with his new coach, but, man, to answer your question, man, I, 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 I'll shoot the gun, bro. I, I'll take the shot, bro. I'll take Kyrie any day, man. Kyrie, <laughs> Kyrie's Kyrie, man. Um, even though he's had some injury problems here and there, but... Um, It'll be a fresh start. He's played with LeBron, bro. Uh, I've messed with Kyrie's handling, bro. Like, he's a, he's an all-star NBA champion.
2: Yeah. Let's do it, man. Let's do it. Yeah. What about but, you? What do you think about it? I think that um, we need someone that can create their own shot. Um, someone that can really play alongside LeBron and make it work. So, I think Kyrie, if we can make it happen, I think pull the trigger all the way. Obviously, Um, Westbrook, AD, and LeBron Only played um, 11 games together Um, But at the same time I just think that If you can get someone That can get their shot down You at least solve that problem Of like Question Westbrook I hate to say it But yeah
1: (laughs) Question though bro Do you think Do you think Kyrie and AD Would mingle though? Oh hell yeah bro That's that Do you see like Kyrie
2: Kyrie can literally Can potentially If if AD comes in shape and, and plays defense, Kyrie can make him an MVP candidate, bro. Cuz he's that type of point guard that he'll get those um picks from him, he'll he'll feed him. Kyrie will get his and you know, I think that'll be an amazing duo. Um the thing about Westbrook is like I just feel like he's so sporadic at the moment that you don't know what he's going to do. With Kyrie, it's like it's like you know that he's Looking to score the ball, you know, for the most part, you know. If if he needs to get his teammates involved, he is obviously, but he's a scorer, you know what I mean? So that's yeah, gonna most, happen, you know. Most definitely. So that's just kind of something I want from, from him. But just kind of looking at some trades that have gone down, Malcolm Browden got traded to the Celtics. Um, and that gives him a stable, reliable point guard there. Um, and I think that's gonna be that's gonna be look good for the Celtics, as much as I don't like the Celtics. Um the Hawks. Also got Dejounte Murray, mm. you know, and then um, pick up They also yeah, they got a couple of other things too, but so far they have uh Dejounte Murray in there, so that's gonna they're gonna look good in the Eastern Conference. Know, yeah. So and then um, what's it called? Rudy Gobert got traded too, right? Yeah. Rudy Gobert got traded to the Minnesota. To Minnesota. Damn, yeah. with
1: Cat, bro. Yeah, it's kind of like a twin tower right
2: there. Um, I'm a, I gotta see how that's gonna be though, bro. Because honestly, like this dude, Cat can be a wild card, and then they don't end up they don't end up getting along or some bullshit. Cat's a diva, bro. I will say that about him. Um, mm. but it'll it'll be remains to be seen. I like Anthony Edwards. Edwards yeah. That dude's a really dope player. Um, a lot of people like um, what's his name? John Moran a lot, don't get me wrong, I'm not taking away anything from that, but I like I like Anthony Edwards a lot more, in my opinion. Um, so just seeing also some signings that have happened around the league. Patty Mills signed a two year deal with the Nets. Um Zach Levine got a five year deal with the Bulls. Sheesh. Goran Drogic just signed a one year deal with them. Andre Drummond will be on that squad as well. 30. Um, with the Cleveland Cavaliers Darius Garland signs a five-year deal Ricky Rubio returns on a three-year deal Which I think is great because Before Ricky Rubio got injured, man He was bringing the Cavs up a lot Like crazy with it. I remember I went to go see that game When the collabs were actually here in in LA And um, bro, um, Ricky Rubio was putting up buckets, so <laughs> Just to say the least uh, JaVel McGee to the Mavericks I think that's a great pickup That's a good um, locker room guy And a hustle guy that you know, was gonna be getting those rebounds and stuff for and setting picks for um, Luca Junkic. Uh Nuggets uh, Jokic becomes one of the highest paid um, NBA players with a five-year extension. DeAndre Jordan's with the Nuggets now. Um, Kevin Knox is with the Pistons after leaving New York. David Chenzo is with the, the Golden State Warriors. Uh, Kelvin Looney also re signs on a three year deal. Didn't Gary Payton the second sign somewhere else? He's, I want to say, with Sacramento, right?
1: Yeah, I heard that. I I read a quickly, re- briefly read a, a post today saying that, um, most of the Warriors organization were not, I don't want to say devastated, but saddened that
2: that they let him go. Ooh. Gary Payton the second, yeah. I can see that, but I mean he's going to get his bag now And he got his ring and all that So it's time to get your bag hmm. um, Clippers re-signed Bad- Nicholas Patum Which I heard he was interested in the Lakers too But they re-signed there uh, Bro, we lost Zubac. Malik Monk bro. Oh, I know, we can get there Zubak re- also gets another extension with the Clippers John Wall off of waivers Signs with the Clippers And the Lakers I already explained who they got They also got Lonnie Walker on a one-year deal uh, the Memphis Grizzlies—they got um, what's his name, Tyus Jones. Yeah, yeah. But they also got some via trade, uh, Danny Green via trade. So they have a sharpshooter oh, yeah, there. Huh? Mm-hmm. West Matthews is back with the uh, Bucks. Let's see where is that Zion Williamson five-year deal, bro? After they're only playing it's eighty games in three years, bro. How the Basically a two hundred mon- 200 million dollar contract Basically uh, That is ridiculous Yeah <laughs> uh, Orlando In the sense that how you, What you just said bro He hasn't even played yeah, a full bro. season Like what the fuck Yeah And then Devin Booker got his Four year extension as well Gary Payne the second Going to the Trail Blazers That's where he went bro mm-hmm. So he's gonna be Backing up um, Dane Dollar Yes sir I And mean, like you said Malik Monk on a two year deal to the Kings And I feel like the Lakers Could've given him that deal bro Some
1: bullshit Oh, outside. You think? You think? Uh, you think? A uh, reason why he may be left aside the fact of the bag was well, maybe bro, he, he was, saw no he, potential with the Lakers. He was willing you know? to
2: take less with to stay with the Lakers, and I just think they might have not offered him a contract, bro. And then the Sacramento Kings offered him a contract, and a two year deal with that. <laughs> so you are gonna take it, you know. Um, and I think that that just plays into I think the Lakers are thinking, man, we're gonna get Kyrie. You got to keep the books open, and things like that. What do you think happens and with Carmelo?
1: Tr- do the say do the Lakers sign Carm, resign Carmelo? Uh that's a good question. Even though. if it's an event minimum
2: again. So I, I think they should. I would say they should. Um, I would one more year. Fuck it. Yeah. Yeah, because I hear Carmelo Anthony. I think he is a free agent as Especially right now. seeing
1: how the moves we're making this far. Like, yeah, I, I uh, would. I would bring Carmelo back. But on the bright side, um, uh, if most uh, Laker fans don't know, um, we finally got Lou Dang off the payroll,
2: bro. Finally, bro, for real, dog. That's freaking damn, man. Fuck. That's crazy. That we even have to say that. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, there's still there's still um, some free agents out there. Bradley Beal signed signed his deal. Obviously, um, was it Marvin Bagley, the dude that just got into this whole shit?
1: No, nah, it was um that for bridges. Didn't bridges get into a case? Yeah, Miles. No, not Miles. Yeah, I think a, it is Miles Bridges. The dude from the Hornets.
2: Yeah, Miles Bridges beat up his,
1: his girl or something like and that. And
2: then it was he was the same dude with the lean, uh, saying that it was Pink Lemonade. So um yeah, Miles Bridges is some shit. And I think he was he was looking for a a he was a, about trying a, to chase the bag right. This yeah, season? I'm not mistaken. He was he was about to get an extension. Yeah, he's arrested here in LA as well. Fuck, that's crazy. Yeah, man, um, that's crazy how you know you can usually you can really just use, lose your career off of like some domestic violence shit. Like, you know, at the same time, kind of, kind of, rightfully so. Um, especially if you're fucking beating someone up, bro. But that's that's besides the point, man. Fucking Miles Bridges, though. Um, but for the most part. Uh, Last month without football. So we'll, we'll be having that soon again. We can talk about football, you know what I'm saying? But it was a quickie, easy sports wave. We want to keep you guys informed. Um, you know, shout out to the guys that couldn't be here today. They'll be here next week. Uh, thank you, Byron, for okay, making this man. happen. No, thank you, Marisa Because if not, right it was going to be a solo, sad, depressing podcast. Huh. But we made this shit happen. You know, this is sports wave number 86. If you're watching us on YouTube, please make sure you subscribe, you like this video, share it with your peoples um yeah do the thing man if you're listening to it on podcast Save it form, too. yeah if you're listening to it on podcast form you know what to do write us a review rate us and subscribe as well thank yes. you. check out the previous episodes as well
1: man yes and, sir uh,
0: hope you guys have a safe day and a uh, safe fourth of July and uh, the nuclear,
2: yeah. <laughs> thank you so much y'all have a good one peace.
0: Thank you for listening to our episode. We appreciate your support. Remember to follow us on Instagram at The Current Pod, where you can share our episodes, review, interact with us, talk to us about what's going on. We appreciate your feedback and everything that you guys do for us and supporting us. Have a wonderful day.